When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Grongi Maguire and this is Chantel Fiducci and Pate. Hello. We bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way way they were. Hi Chantal. Hi Gronya. How are you? How are you? Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas Gronya. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How are you? And I would like to, before I tell you how I am, welcome our listeners and say to our listeners Mm -hmm. a very happy Christmas. Nulag Hona Gok Dinner. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Happy Hanukkah, baby. Happy to have you guys here. We, where are our listeners going to find you right now in real life? Like this time, whenever this comes out, where are you going to be? So they can picture you. I will be in a little igloo in the North Pole oh. helping Santi wrap the rest of his presents. She's a busy like, woman. Like every year. Every, every year. Santi as well. <laughs> this is our special Christmas, the way they were, mm-hmm. where we shake things up and do things a little bit differently. Which is code for we haven't got a guest, so it's just us. <laughs> well, no, so we were going to take a look back, do a deep dive on the Christmas couples from mm-hmm. our favourite Christmas films, yep. or just the Christmas movies that have caught our eye, mm-hmm. and we'll be sort of delving into the relationships and figuring out what we can learn. And we're also going to, I don't know if you did this, we're also going to be looking forward to couples that we want to break up. Mm in 2024 to have them hopefully appear on the way they were podcast in the future so there's a lot to pack in Grania. but first of all before we do anything at all i think we need to discuss a very important christmas special that came out recently don't we Grania? that's someone we both know very well named Grania mcguire worked on called henna waddington's what was it christmas home for christmas home for christmas if you don't know listeners Grania was basically crucial to the creation of this christmas special it shouldn't be called Grania's coming home for christmas oh listen so tell me all about it give me the goss what was the vibe what was she like how small is she is she on a zempic how much surgery where's the botox she's an angel she genuinely yarnville next let's move on <laughs> she honestly so I had a wedding i always say her name wrong um i actually said her name you wrong. sound like best friends no but i said I, I put her name wrong in the script and she read it and she thought it was like a joke and she said oh no um they did the joke about saying my name wrong when i was hosting the oliviers so we all pretended like that was like oh you caught me that good, was like good, and also like oh yeah we all know about when you did the Olivier's <laughs> that really widely watched program and um, she's an angel she can sing like an angel she's a strong tall beautiful I say ice queen and only beauty. because she looks like an ice queen yeah. nothing to do with her temperament if anything you know what I'd say girl's girl <gasps> 
So everything's positive. We have no gas, no behind the scenes, no diva behavior backstage, nothing. And um, I loved her. She, when I was talking to her, the first time I met her, I was wearing a fluffy jumper and she leant forward and she took like a little bit of stray fluff from my jumper. And in that moment, I was like, I would give you a kidney. That's class. You know, I, there's something about strong women. You know, I'm a very, I she turn into, them. I turn into who I like to call 85 years young, Gerald, <laughs> <laughs> who's happily gay, but has been single for quite a long time. Of course, yeah. And around Hannah Waddington, I, Gerald came out. Oh, amazing. So, so basically top to bottom success. Uh, well, I would say, well, I don't know if this is it's not gossip, but my story. So it was recorded earlier in the year and Leslie Odom Jr. Oh, here we go. Came okay. up to me. Here we go. Because we had sort of, before he was introduced, we had like three things that you might have seen them in and it was what was it it was Hamilton it was Knives Out and it was an Apple show because the thing was being shown on Apple so we had to have an Apple reference and he came up to us and said um so I was only in Knives Out for about like 10 minutes but I I I was gonna say that that's a stretch but then he said but I was Oscar nominated for One Night in Miami so could you change it to One Night in Miami (laughs) did you I did I was like don't worry Leslie Leslie on first name terms, Les, <laughs> going to his so crew. In fact, when, when Grania early on said that she was in an igloo in the North Pole, that was a joke. She actually mm. signed an NDA. She's going to be her and Les are hanging oh out Oh my LA God. Somewhere. But what was so classy was afterwards, uh-huh. Leslie walked by yeah. us and said, thanks for the change. I appreciate it. <gasps> Look at that. Well, you're on the Christmas card list. That's basically done. So BFFs. Oh, this is so exciting, Grania. I love it. So that was my um, Christmassy gossip. And uh, can our viewers... Viewers, can our listeners still watch this special somewhere now? Listen, treat yourself to a subscription to Apple. Get involved, guys. It's there, it's waiting for... I have Apple TV. I'm re-watching this on the flight to New York this Christmas. I'm watching your special. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to watch it on repeat. Listen, just it's a very camp Christmassy treat. And that's just Grania talking about herself. <laughs> and are you excited Christmas is your first Christmas home in to America? It's the home of Christmas. Big, it's a, it is the home of Christmas. <laughs> we are the home. If it comes to capitalism, we do it best. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's very true. By the time this comes out, I will be at home with my brother. My brother and his wife are both listeners of this podcast. So they might be listening to this while I'm in their house, which is a very, very, it's been a very long time. I haven't seen them in a solid four years. Years. Oh. It's been a. I just cannot absolutely, and I haven't been to America for Christmas since like '95, oh. so it's a big deal. And my boyfriend's Tom has never been to America, full stop. So his he's first. He's never time, been to the land of the free. He's never been to the land of the free or the brave. Oh my so God. his first time there is going to be New York in Christmas, but by way, crucially, of New Jersey, a <laughs> real small town, New Jersey, which I'm actually looking forward to slightly more than New York. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. Get it. Out. You're bringing your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Home to meet to to meet America yeah. for the first time over Christmas. Uh-huh. You're gonna get engaged. <laughs> that's just because that's where that's where you got engaged in New York. I can't steal your engagement no, story. It's, that's Christmas film. You're Christmas. It is a Christmas film. We're either gonna break up or get engaged. Okay. Hopefully both in you're, the space of a week. <laughs> so either you're gonna go. Is there any like s- widowed? Christmas tree farmers living nearby or like you- an old school friend of mine who happens to be back in town again and wears lots of lumberjack shirts yeah, yeah 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 I'm doing my best I'm going through all my yearbooks trying to find any of them but they're all just divorced alcoholics unfortunately different kind of Christmas film oh dear <laughs> we'll see I'll, let, I'll keep you updated um, of any movement so what we did as prep for this um 
podcast and prep is a big word because <laughs> prep is i just thought of stuff over the last few weeks but prep yes you call it prep so we each watch three different christmas films we hope they're different we haven't yeah. actually cross-referenced yeah, this at all back to the thing about having no prep being done we're just presuming that there's no way in hell that you've done my i'm 100 confident we're not gonna cross paths here so we're gonna do sort of um a deep well it's loosey-goosey it's not gonna be deep. we're just gonna tell some couples from some of our favorite christmas movies why they're great what we love about them and why you as a listener should go check them out yourselves this okay. festive season. So do you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. I want you to go first. So I watched three Christmas films. We were meant to do a classic, a modern and a feature classic. I did not really fulfill that brief. Mine are all from the same like 25 year period. Sorry. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> so it was a cultural blind spot and I was talking to friends about it and they said, you have to watch this. In particular, my friend Katie Story, very funny comedy writer, suggested this film. She was Ooh. like, it's part of the conversation you need to watch it okay so for this podcast okay and really i mean greater woman hath no love than to sit through (laughs) oh my goodness okay so i'm not not a fan i'm getting watched the holiday oh my god you'd never seen the holiday never you grania mcguire had never seen i know that shocking information okay so which couple are we choosing i'm blown away but you haven't well so first of all um so if you haven't if you haven't seen it it's all no 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 no. you're the only one (laughs) everyone's seen it (laughs) there's all the reasons i should i i'm a big i think i find jack black a very charming screen presence school of rock one of my favorite films ever love kate who doesn't love kate Gorgeous, beautiful Kate. Cameron Diaz, one of the greatest actors. And has also got Jude Law. Oh, burn! (laughs) And I think more crucially, and I'm kind of hoping you would have this as your couple, is the old guy that lives next to Oh my God, no, he was an idiot. That's the real couple of the film. So, okay, I'll give you a brief synopsis of what the film is about. Here we go. And then, so, Kate Winslet is this Tory who lives in Surrey. Yeah. And it's very... She's co- I don't think this is it. She's a Tory. She writes for the Telegraph yep. and she's in love with Rufus Sewell who also works for the Telegraph. Yeah. So in my head, I'm just getting Carrie Simmons vibes from her all Very the way through. Very Lives in a great little house. Though. She love the lives house. in this like three million cottage. Yep. Even though she writes... It's never explicitly said, but it's like she writes stories of how couples got engaged for the Is Telegraph. That what, I've forgotten that completely. It's That's kind insane. of you. Kind of. She's not exactly an investigative reporter. I'll okay. put it this way. So she lives in this like very like three million cottage in Surrey. Unbelievably but it's idyllic. To be like English the Cotswolds. Yeah. Walls. That sort of vibe. In some way, it's commutable. Yeah, London. she she drives from London within about five minutes. She's in, it's great. I yeah. Mean, Big I, fan. By the way, um, it's not. I, if people listen, I like rom-coms. Like, I'm not, I like a rom-com. Let it, there's no one who likes rom-coms more, I think, than you and you. <laughs> End my, of sentence. My <laughs> interior yeah. monologue is a rom-com. Same. So I, I came to this film with so much love and I knew, I know people can be a bit smart, snarky about like, ooh, how this film and this plot hole is, uh, but it's like. It's she, a silly film. You have to just embrace. She, she works for the fucking Telegraph, guys. That's the part you can't get past. Okay, okay. So she works for the Telegraph. So I don't know then, if you guys have caught, but the plot of the film is she's a Tory. <laughs> That's, that's, that was the tagline. She's a Tory and in love. Christmas. I know, and unlucky in love. Unlucky and she's love. such a drip. She's been in love with Rufus Sewell for about three years. She wears really bad clothes as well, I remember, like painfully bad and clothes. And we were supposed to be like, she's sad because she wears her hair in a ponytail. It's very Bridget Jones and Hugh Grant. It's exactly the same thing as that. Just imagine she's Bridget Jones. It's that, but it's, it's Tory. Bridget, Tory Bridget Jones. Yeah. And then across the water. Across the pond, yeah. We've got Cameron Diaz. 
and she is in a troubled relationship with Christy Turlington's husband. Yeah, who uh, give Edward Burns his due. <laughs> I have don't be bringing Brothers McMullen Edward Burns that's for everyone always thinks no one knows who he is I know who he is and he's hot and I love him and she has a very niche career if I remember she like edits specifically movie trailers movie trailers dream job how many young girls watched that film and thought someday me so she is like before time a YouTube creator basically yeah. she makes three minutes and her go-to sidekick guy is Jack Black so yeah, so we're introduced to Jack Black and then John Krasinski and... Um, <laughs> Grania, we only have half an hour of the whole podcast. We've really got to start powering through this. He's in it for a second. And Agatha Hartnett, she's yep. in it for a little bit. But anyway, but anyway. I but, forgot but, Krasinski's in it. You're right, he yeah. is. He's got a little cameo. Anyway, the main thing is she's going out with Christy Turlington's Ed husband, Burns. And, but she can't cry. She, oh yes, that's her problem. She can't, she can't cry. They're either in these movies, women are either a klutz or they can't cry. <laughs> she the can't cry. And she's the if if they're a klutz, they're the Jennifer Aniston, Kate Winslet types. Yeah. And if they can't cry, they're the Cameron Diaz, Angelina Jolie types. Yeah, if they're really hot, they can't cry. They're cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she can never. So both Kate Winslet <laughs> and Cameron <laughs> that's Diaz. her personality trait. She can't cry. That's it. <laughs> so they're like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? So they decide to swap houses. They don't know each other, by the way. They just find a website where this happens. They're total strangers. They swap houses. And so bear in mind, they do this in about like. 12 hour notice so both of them oh, yeah, immediately. have enough spare money that they can buy a plane ticket which P.S. made sense for Cameron you saw the massive ha- mansion she lived in but yeah. it's never explained how Kate has money oh uh, it they does have, oh what she's, they have rich parents she's a Tory oh right I forgot forgot <laughs> forgot, forgot so um, she gets yeah so Cameron gets done <laughs> she's really reading from husband. notes people she, um, she just printed out the Wikipedia oh yeah and as my Mehul pointed out they both managed like Kate Winslet got an Esther very quickly very true where did she get arrested from and uh, then Kate Winslet is in this amazing mansion she meets Jack Black and um, then Jude Law Who's arrives Kate Winslet's brother by the way Jude Law Kate Winslet's brother arrives at the costume middle light and his skin colour is what I would call David Dickinson gold it's very he's very I think he must have been with Sienna Miller at this time because he's looking he's looking very tan he's very bronzed um, he has a flirty conversation with Cameron Diaz where she says that she thinks foreplay is overrated yep. um, music to she, a man's ears and that she's yeah. bad in bed yeah so that she can't cry and she's bad in yeah. bed. Because bodily liquids in general, not her forte. Um, and then he says, Jude Law says, he hurts women just by being himself. So they're a match made. Um, he seems really drunk. What is it? Oh yeah, and then he says, oh, his reason for being there is, I, I when I go to the pub, I just say, my sister's house. Which is so confusing. It's like, is there only one pub in Surrey? Like, surely there's a pub near his house. Why does he drive his car to the pub that's near his sister's house? I can't believe we haven't even gone to why you cho- what couple you chose. We're still just talking about the plot of Love Actually. This is the new episode. Forget the other couples. This is it. Just then this. Kate meets, Kate is in LA. Yep. She meets an old Hollywood writer okay who tells her that all Hollywood she said was it really as amazing and he says even better which proves he must be an aggressive misogynist yeah. if he's like oh wait did I tell you the last skeletons in his closet yeah yeah. when you know the casting couch was like <laughs> how uh, oh, mine never even dried up yeah he loved it 
Um, so Cameron Diaz decides to stay because she's a bit like, oh, this place is awful. And then she gets drunk at Jude Law. Uh-huh. Then we see Jude Law's house. He lives in like at least a five million pound house. And we find out that he, of course, is a widow He's and has a children. Widower. You're not allowed to be divorced. If you're a single father, it has to be that she died. Yeah. And then we were, th- it's, isn't it interesting? A widow is a pathetic person like in a film a woman whose husband has died they're always tragic broken Mm -hmm. and like oh god like make sure they don't starve during the winter yeah a widower hottest man in the planet oh my god what a catch oh yeah there's nothing better than a man with who killed his wife basically (laughs) um so then we could have happened in a few days Kate Windsor back in LA. Key there, a few days, guys. Teaches an elderly man to walk. Yep, she does. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Then Jack Black sings film scores to her in a video shop. That's right. And then we find out that he's also got bad taste in relationships. Oh, because he's dating Shannon Sossaman. Who's also, and then she dumps him and he goes, why do I always fall for the bad girls? For the bad girls. Any guy who says, why do I always fall for the bad girls? That is incel language. Oh yeah, he's incel vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm one of the good guys. Yeah, watch out, Kate. And I know there's no chemistry, by the way, between there really isn't. There's nothing there, and it feels very mother son. It's awful. It's really awful. And then she's better off with the old misogynist guy. This is good and bad. Listen, and then I've just written time here is a TARDIS because (laughs) (laughs) in this time she teaches an old man. I says I said to walk to walk, and Jude Law tells Cameron Diaz that he loves her. Yeah, we don't even know if Christmas comes and goes. We never actually see them celebrating Christmas. Oh yeah, it's just New Year's um, at the end, right? And then Jack Black ditches Kate Winslet to get back with his ex. And I know this is a very stupid point, but it annoyed me more than anything else. Kate Winslet is talking to this old man who's supposed to represent old Hollywood, and he's reading the trade papers, and he's like, "Oh, it's awful. They make so many movies these days. In my day, we bring out." five movies a week now it's a hundred movies but they're all dead by the weekend and it's like uh, if anybody knows anything about old hollywood it was a factory they yeah, churned they, that shit out so many of them that's why judy garland was on speed for like the first 15 years of her God life lover it's not it was like why wouldn't you say it doesn't make any any sense whatsoever in those days they would make like 50 films a week and like who gives a shit DVDs any, don't exist so was there any couple from this film that you liked <laughs> there, why is why are we talking about this film uh, so then Rufus Sewell shows up oh he's back that's the, through the entire plot shows up for, um, I think I misunderstood the assignment but now Kate Winsett has gumption alright she's got gumption now she's okay. gumption so she says she's Go not on. interested she kisses Jack Black and it has all the romance and sensuality of like Mary and Joseph kissing in a nativity play and then Cameron Diaz learns to cry oh yeah she does she cries I she forget why because of the kids and so then they the all have the worst New Year's Eve party yeah in ever. a tiny cottage go to the LA mansion duh I mean Jesus it's so depressing so did you like any of these couples was there anyone you're rooting for no okay I hated them all and I wanted I wanted to be like oh why don't we rom-coms are seen sort of as female culture and we look down on it naturally and I just thought that this is why these films are why so uh, The Holiday not recommended by by, by 
Greg Grania. Available everywhere. Every streaming platform has it, but do not watch it, according to Grania Maguire. Am I right in saying this is not a film you'd recommend to anyone to watch? I, I, if you like boring Tories who <laughs> are bad at relationships, go for it. <laughs> Thanks, Grant. That's a great first entry. Um, I really enjoyed that. There's no couples in there at all that you liked. I enjoyed that. Are the kids? Were the kids okay? Mm, fine. No. no weirdly, they seem to... Both Jude Law's daughters had their own mobile phones. Did they? Yeah, because he kept getting missed calls from Julie oh, and Jane. Oh, that's and right. Like, yes, yes, yes. Who are these Julie and Jane bitches? I and will say, like, a redeeming factor is I think Cameron Diaz is really funny in this Oh, film. Cameron She's it, just charm It just made me angry because her back catalogue is so limited. I know. This was a waste of her time. It was a waste of... Just her walk from the car to the front door of the house is enough. Anyways, guys, that's all we've got time for. So we'll see you in the new year. Hope you enjoyed our holiday special. <laughs> what, what film did you Well, have? I'm going to be going a lot quicker than you. I have not written down the plot of my, of my movies. But the first one, I haven't decided which one I'll start with first, but I'm going to start with this one first. In the grand tradition of me choosing at least, at least one of the films that isn't a traditional Christmas film, but is also not Die Hard, mm-hmm. I've chosen... Another non-traditional, but very much set during Christmas, a Christmas film, the 1990, 1990 Tim Burton classic, Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Mistletoe, if eaten, can be deadly, okay. but a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it, yeah? And the couple I'm talking about is, who am I talking about? I'm talking about Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, Batman and Catwoman. Oh. Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Keaton, Brian is looking at me like you've never seen this film. Please tell me you know Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer. I know it culturally, but I haven't seen it. Wow. Okay. So maybe instead of watching The Holiday, watch this one instead. It's set during Christmas time. Christmas is a big part of the film. And I'll be honest with you, I won't go into the whole plot of the movie, um, much like Grania just did. I'm not going to do that. You, you guys know what Batman... We all enjoyed it, Grania. We loved it. But um, I think the reason I'm choosing this couple is just because Michelle Pfeiffer is really, really hot. Mm. And uh, she gets some great lines in it. It's very kind of the divine feminine with her it's all very feline everything about her whole look the way she goes from this lowly mousy secretary and then gets pushed out of the window by her evil boss played by a wonderful Christopher Walken and then on the ground is eaten by all these cats then becomes Catwoman and kind of comes back to life and does all these feline she's even at one point in the film she gives herself a bath by actually like licking her paw and rubbing her Can I just she's say, so hot I'm getting major Taylor Swift vibes from her it's bit Taylor Swifty because I know the cat thing mm-hmm. so there is that but I mean also Taylor Swift wishes she's yeah. not got anything yeah. on, on Pfeiffer mm-hmm. and these two she's the only one who gets Bruce in because they realise during the film during that famous mistletoe line they realise iconically they who they are they're fighting as Catwoman Batman but they're born into Bang as Bruce and Selina and they realise that they're the same and he's like oh my god this is wonderful you understand the duality mm-hmm. of who I am of this evil like crime fighting guy mm-hmm. well not evil but this crime fighting guy mm-hmm. at night and by day a lonely tortured artist <laughs> I just turned him into an artist millionaire mm-hmm. and uh, they get each other and they're great but they can't be together because she has to go out there and fight and she's a little bit crackers um, mm-hmm. which of course I love yeah um, she's amazing makeup um, she has an amazing body the costume's incredible it's never been outdone Lots of Halloween costumes will do her. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Halle Berry tried, failed. Um, what's our girl who did the one most recently? Uh, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, I think, mm-hmm. was the most recent one. Not as good. Anne Hathaway got involved there for a bit. Not a vibe. None of you are going to do it. It's got to be Michelle Fiverr as Selena. And if you watch it, they are a match made in heaven. And I think it's a very festive treat. And do you think, like, was it like this is over, full stop, or this is over, dot, dot, dot? Do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's dot, dot, dot. 
It's fucking dot dot dot. Mm, Funny you say that. I love dot dot dot. Funny you say that because originally when the film ends you're as the audience meant to presume that she kind of dies. You don't see her die but you just see her the final she has like nine lives so she keeps being killed in the film but she's like I have one more life left and she kills Christopher Watkins' character spoiler alert and um, you think she's died then as well but apparently after test screenings the audience loved her character so much they're like we can't kill her and they had to bring um so two weeks before the film came out they brought michelle pfeiffer back to just this final scene at the end of the movie shows the famous batman signal and you see catwoman's head appear and look at it so she's alive in the end mm-hmm. so in my, and then because of that film which apparently is why tim burton lost that job of being they found it too dark even though it's like obviously a classic mm-hmm. he lost the job of being the directors of brett batman anymore What's his name left? Michael Keaton left. Everything ended from that franchise mm-hmm. and the new one started up with bloody Val Kilmer. Anyways, as a result, it's kind of frozen in time. You never really know what could be of this couple. They could still get together. And I think they could. They belong together. Is there a famous celebrity couple that you would compare them to? Ooh. I mean, I want to go with... I'll save that because I think it's one of the couples that I'm hoping will break up next okay, year. Okay, okay. They have the similar-ish vibe. Okay. So I'll save it. I'll let, see if you can guess when I bring up the couples I want to break up next year. Okay. So what's your next film? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just do two films each. Okay. Well, this was... I didn't make as many notes on this one. It's called Christmas in Connecticut. Okay, I'm listening. It is such a brilliant film. Is it one of these Hallmark movies, which I love, by the way? No, 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 okay. no. 1945. Oh, Barbara okay. Stanwyck, baby. She went classic. Okay. It is so brilliant because I watched because it was, it's, I've seen it on a list of, you know, the greatest Christmas films ever. And, you know, New England, Christmas. Yes, New please, England. yes, oh, please. Totally agree with you. Yeah. 1945. Oh, my mouth is watering. This has got Grania written all over it's, it as well. It's such a brilliant script. Listeners, you can't see her, but she's lit up. <laughs> she's just glowing. Just everything, 1945, Connecticut. There's those two things alone are enough. That's Grania. That's your middle name. It's... <laughs> Heaven, it's absolutely heaven. Okay, so here's what the story is. Whisper it, Grania, come on. You know, and I was thinking about this. You know what I missed? Do you remember? Okay, I'm going to sound like Joe Biden again. But remember when films had plots? <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> I feel like this is still angry about the holiday. I feel like no, we're but still... do you remember you could say it's a film about this girl and then this happened and that happened and yeah. this happened. When prestige dramas had plots and I now it's you. just like it's a meditation on you know trauma trauma it's about oh, grief always trauma yeah it's always a medita- everywhere always Sanderson meditation everywhere it's meditation on grief okay this is the story of Christmas this is a plot oh movie. this is a plot right so this sailor he is <laughs> <laughs> he's been wounded in the war okay and he realised 1945 if he, classic if he flirts with the nurses they'll give you better food Florence so he's Night flirting with disease, the nurse yep. and the, he's and then of course in those days it was like oh, you flirt with me we're getting married and then he was like no I don't want to get married because I've never had a home and I never want a home so she decides he just needs to spend a Christmas in like the best home ever okay so the two of them used to read from the magazine of this she's like a celebrity chef okay but she was like oh she had this like oh I'm sitting in my lovely kitchen in Connecticut and I'm collecting eggs and the baby's sort of cooing and I'm it's quite detailed grinder let's <laughs> <laughs> so she goes if he spends a Christmas with this 
ultra he won't be able to resist then he'll appreciate how amazing it is to be married and have a home and then he'll want to marry That's me a, that sounds like a screwball con when he's on our hands so she writes to the editor and says please could this guy he's a wounded war hero spend a Christmas I'm gonna write all about it yeah. with this famous celebrity chef gotcha. and, the, and the editor is like that's a brilliant idea what brilliant publicity so he calls her in mm-hmm. okay and then that's when we get the twist She's not a fucking homemaker at all, dun, is she? Dun, dun. She's not even married. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. She's Barbara Stanwyck. No. She lives in New York and she buys her own mink coats. <laughs> it's all She's an independent sh- lady. It's all a sham. So she has to fake. She can't cook. She's not maternal. Oh, she's pouring cans of tomatoes into the truffle. She doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know what's going on. So they have to fake this whole like fake home life got you in Connecticut with like these babies from like random neighbours okay, and she's weird. like <laughs> trying to like pretend that she knows how to cook but she doesn't then the war hero arrives mm-hmm. what happens they fall in love over a they flight. really fancy each other but she's like got this fake husband oh my god it's falling apart is, is the husband if this was a modern film would the fake husband be played by a gay guy well no the, worse an English guy oh okay well same thing about so the, the fake husband wants her to marry him and she kind of was like well fine because pretty soon I'm about to expose us as a sham so I might as well marry you but then this war hero arrives and she really fancies him and they've got real chemistry anyway it is an absolute bop and it's just so brilliant and it's really funny and moderate and I bet you it's like 89 minutes yeah, brilliant. So quick. Out, no messing about. Another quick one for another 89 minutes one. The opposite, you know how you just said, oh, back in the olden day, they made films with plots. Well, fancy a film without a plot? I got the film for you. Ever heard of a genre of film called mumblecore? Yeah, that's where Greta Gerwig got her footing. Mm-mm-mm. And there's a 2014 Joe Swanberg film called Happy Christmas. It stars Anna Kendrick, um, Melanie Linsky, and Joe Swanberg himself. And Anna Kendrick plays his sister, who's wayward and a bit of a drunk. And she comes back for Christmas. She kind of wreaks havoc, but not really. Everything's fine in the end. Everything works out okay in the end. But what's great is that Melanie Linsky and Joe Swanberg play a young, not very well-off couple with a very small baby in it. Um, The baby's actually Joe Swanberg's baby in real life as well, which you can tell that that's his real father in the film. In any case, it was very rare that I've seen representation of a young couple struggling for money with a baby in which their life is not seen as being complete hell. This showed them as just like having a baby was quite fun and not idyllic and amazing and perfect, but nice and kind of a nice thing. And the baby seems like a fun thing to have around. Like they seemed like a happy couple that enjoyed being parents, not this, oh my God, we're so exhausted. Mm-hmm. I haven't slept. I'm covered in baby sick. I just feel like I'm done with that trope. Mm-hmm. And it was very, it was refreshing to see a young couple, not well off, not faking. It was a very authentic idea of a young couple with a baby and it was nice. Also, Anna Kendrick's bit is kind of less important to the film. But it's a fun film. It's 89, actually 87 minutes. It's so quick. You can whiz through it. It's like on Netflix. If you're after an easy, fun, little indie from about five, six years ago that isn't the standard stuff, but is still very Christmassy. And you can kind of watch it. If you're someone like me who likes to do your hair and makeup while watching something on your phone for about 20 minutes, you can watch this over the three days that you're at home for Christmas. And it's an easy, fun little film. Nothing bad happens. There's one scene where you think something bad might happen, but don't worry, it doesn't. It's fine. The baby lives. Everything's all right. So don't worry about it. But I recommend Happy Christmas, Joe Swanberg, 2014. Get, I just think it's a fun little film. Watch mm. it. I, I 
because all films especially Christmas films set in America you have like he's a primary school teacher and she's a chimney sweep and they live in a 10 bedroom yeah this house. is this is very not that this is they live in a small little tiny in fact the big part of it is that they have this house that hasn't been sort of touched since like the 1950s so where Anna Kendrick's character ends up staying downstairs in the basement it looks mental it's full of little tchotchkes and knickknacks it's very very niche it's a very as in like the house looks very lived in mm-hmm. I recommend mm-hmm. big fam um, do we have time for my 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 last? We have time for okay. your last. A castle for Christmas. Okay. Oh, is, this is a Hallmark one. This is. This it's is a, a Hallmark Netflix. one. It's a, it's Netflix. a Netflix. Well, the Hallmark for there is no Hallmark channel yeah. in England, so they just buy Netflix buys are the Hallmark ones, and I love them. So it's Brooke Shields. I I thought I want to support Brooke. And Brooke, I'm a, I'm a fan of Brooke Shields. She's never been the best actress, but. You can do a lot with big eyebrows. So I've, I've written, it's, so it's a New York author whose agent is played by friend of the pod, Desiree Birch. Oh, there she is. Uh, goes to Scotland after she kills off the popular male lead of her books because he was inspired by her husband who cheated on her. Oh, here we, and so, I bet that was explained within about 30 seconds of the film beginning. It really was. They get through exposition so fast. <laughs> it's amazing. Then she meets the Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Who is Karis? El- Karis Elwes, yeah. That's the guy, the Princess Bride. Um, he owns a castle that her dad. So her dad used to it was like, "Ooh, I'm a poor person who like li- lived in the <laughs> sheds of this castle." So she wanted. He was like the groundskeeper of the castle. Yes. Yeah, so she yeah. she wanted. She was going to Scotland. She wanted to see the castle, and then it, he, Princess Bride. He owns the castle, and she decides she is going to buy the castle, and then he agrees to sell it to her, but under the condition. I knew there'd be a condition. I knew there'd be a condition. It's like this weird, like technical thing that I didn't understand. But he said it will take three months for it to go through. Through, and you won't lose you will lose your deposit if you don't complete on the sale so his idea was I'll make life so miserable for her got you. after three months in the castle that she'll be like keep the deposit so now we've got a countdown now we've got an end point we've got we've, we've got the plot set out which is what Grania likes a plot I love a plot so he tries to drive her crazy but in the end she ends up driving him crazy she, in love she drives in um she stays in a hotel and the hotel is run by Andy Otto. My God, they're everywhere. Future pre- friend of the podcast. Future friend of the podcast. That's right, we're hoping. Um, I don't know. I've got so many notes and I'm, I don't know why I've written so many notes because that is the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good one. It's one you recommend. It, you know what? It's fine. You can watch them all. They're all. It's all easy breezy. I watched one. I've forgotten what it was called. It was great. Watch it. It's very <laughs> Type in Christmas and watch it. True, Barrymore pops up at one she? Yeah, it's fine. And you're just happy for Brooke Shields. It looks like, I bet she's having a great time in Scotland filming this. I bet she was. So it's a bit like, it's like looking at Brooke Shields' Instagram. Yeah, gotcha. And again, we're talking 90 minutes of pure bliss. Yeah. 90 minutes, easy breezy. Yeah. That's your film's done. That's that's Christmas, baby. That's I didn't have that. The only one I had a very slight one for isn't even a Christmas film. Well, this is the thing. Technically, it's a Christmas film because the film does begin just after Christmas and New Year's is starting. And it's a little Whitney Houston vehicle you may have heard of called Waiting to Exhale. And it's a very iconic film. Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett. It's a big, big, big movie. I recommend this film. Number one, it's just an amazing film. Please watch it. Um, Forrest Whitaker, directorial debut, incredible movie. But number two... 
there is the most iconic breakup scene of all time. So as a podcast obsessed with breakups, there is no greater breakup than when Angela Bassett leaves her husband, gets his belongings at the car and sets the car on fire and then storms out. She did the thing. She did the thing. Wearing a robe with this amazing corset top on. He leaves her for a white woman. Mm -mm. And iconically, he says, would it be better if she were black? And she says, no, it'd be better if you were black. It's amazing. It's such an amazing film. I cannot recommend it enough. Please watch Waiting to Exhale. Technically, it's Christmas. Whitney Houston's amazing in it, even though she was drunk most of the filming. But we don't need to know about that. She was amazing in it. Angela Bassett, most iconic breakup scene of all time. You get an incredible soundtrack as well. Cannot recommend it enough. Please watch. Now, Grania, we're done with the movies. We're back to real life. Okay. Talk to me about some of your favorite celebrity breakups of 2023. Okay, so one of the most unexpected ones was friend of the pod, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. So her and Joe Alwyn broke up this year. Mm-hmm. And I was very surprised because they were a very low-key couple. And compared to her, most... I know she's going out with this footballer. Oh, yeah. And that's very public. And people are like, oh... But most Taylor of her relationships have been public. And I felt like her and Joe Alwyn, it was quite low-key. I totally agree. And... It was seen, a shock. Yeah, and they were... They looked kind of like they could be brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So I thought... And they were... Maybe she finally realised that. And <laughs> went, oh, wait a minute. This is weird. But it's like, he's he's not like as famous as she is but he's oh. like a respected actor he's cute so I thought mm-hmm. they may he didn't he seemed he didn't seem troubled by the disparity nope. in their fame levels so I thought you know it's he's, she seems to like her posh English boys so he's posh English boy respectable career happy to be Mr. Taylor You Switch. felt like this was going to be it for her I she thought was, this was it I thought this was it it was a shocking one so I was surprised by the splish okay I've forgotten who the first one I had written down was. I'm going to whiz because I, 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 these weren't necessarily shocking ones as much as just my favorite. Although I guess that one was shocking was um, Joshua Jackson mm. and Jody. What's it? Jody Turner Smith. That yeah. was that was a shocking one. I know he's already apparently now dating Lupita like immediately. So I mean, and after di- I mean that the man has got great taste in women, but that was a huge shocking one. I think we all thought they were going to be together, and they were also photographed like on the red carpet a week before they split up, and then it's, it was. I was blown away. I was blown away because I have personal experience of how good they are as a couple. Oh, here we because go. when I was working on the BAFTAs, BAFTAs. he, I was stood. It's not a Christmas podcast <laughs> if she can't shoehorn in a BAFTA reference. Here we go. But I was illegal-eyed, you know, keeping my peepers out yep. for just the nuance of I was stood beside the red carpet where where the public where it's like where they're posing for pictures where that turns around and they just are heading towards their seats okay yeah so yeah, yeah. See, oh the public and the the private but you get to see what they're actually like in real yeah. life then but BTS so I saw them they left the red carpet where yeah. they'd just been posing and this was about four years ago so she had just done like a big TV thing but she wasn't well known she was it was like Pacey mm-hmm. from Dawson's Creek and his girlfriend and and they were posing, they're posing, and then they were walking towards their seats. Yeah. And I heard him <gasps> say to her, very nicely done. Oh. But it wasn't there's in a sleazy way. It was like very like him. paternal and sexy. And I was like, oh. oh there's something about Joshua Jackson mm. that I don't know what, I don't know what he's doing that those girls aren't like him, but I'm sure I'd be fine with it. <laughs> Whatever it is that he's doing to piss him off, I'll deal with it. It's fine. But I'm upset that they split up. I really love mm-hmm. them as a couple. Um, happy to see he's with Lupita love them as a couple as well yeah. it does seem a bit of a rebound vibe but mm-hmm. surprising yeah very surprising my other favourite amazing favourite breakup was of course I mean favourite because in terms of what it's led to Kevin Costner and his wife Christine 
Yes. This has become a divorce. This is going to be up there with Brad and Angelina in terms of a divorce that will go on forever. Can I just say, before we even get to the split, I remember they were on the red carpet and they were being interviewed by Joan Rivers. Are we at the BAFTAs again? Oh, okay, no, she's no. dead now, so it can't be. So And she said, oh, show us your ring. And Joan Rivers took the piss out for how rubbish <gasps> the engagement ring was. Oh, Joan, RIP forever, obviously, but oh, I remember stuff. it so well because she was like, is that all you got? God, Kevin, where's the Field of Dreams money? Yeah, I can so imagine that. Was, that. that was the sign. So it was a Joan knew. Joan knew. <laughs> and apparently, have you heard who he's meant to be dating now? Well, speaking of diamonds, he's got himself a jewel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nicely done, Garden. Um, yeah, which I am very into as well. Love them as a couple. That's just so So he's nuts dating to me. 90s indie. Oh, one of the like soundtracks of my life, Jewel. Like Jewel. her first two albums are a big part of my youth. So big fan of Jewel and big fan of big fan of Kevin having a dreadful, dreadful divorce with his wife and basically trying to not let her have any money it's really horrible what he's doing it makes all the t- remember we always felt sorry for Kevin Costner when in Truth or Dare or as it was called here in Bed with Madonna Madonna was mean to him backstage he said it was neat and she made fun of him and all these years later our girl Madge was right Mm-mm-mm. he's a bit of a dick when it comes to this stuff so but I loved it as a, um, as a breakup are there any couples that you think should break up in 2024 or you're hoping will break up okay Ariana Grande and that musical theater oh guy. god them yeah they i feel like they probably already have we don't even know about it yeah i feel like that's not a thing anymore. i feel like she's going through a musical theater phase she's got herself a nice broadway boyfriend but it's a bit boring oh, i think I- once the film comes out it'll be it'll yeah. be done so i'm hoping for i mean the big the big one i want the number one breakup we all want harry and megan no I no, want Harry and Meghan split. No, 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 I'm no, put no, into no. the universe. No, I want no, Harry no, and Meghan no, split. No, 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 I'm, I'm, no. Yes, it's no. good for both of them. No. It's not working anymore. No. I want to get back on do a Suits revival. Okay, no, but the, the, the worst people in the world will be happy about that. I want the Maybe. opposite. I want Harry and Meghan just to make it work. I want them to blossom and grow and I just want them to do so well. I want, I want William and Kate to split up. That's what I, I want. I want them all to split and up I want, and swap. I want Kate <laughs> to do her tell-all. That would be fun. I think it'd be great if Taylor, sorry, Taylor, although I think Taylor would be a fun conduit between Kate and Megan. Um, if Kate and Megan somehow got together after the splits, if they all split up and Kate and Megan, not together romantically, I mean mm-hmm. together as friends and like just became these gal pals around town and got drunk together talking about their exes and oh my God, that family. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. That'd be I mean, the ultimate goal. Yeah. But I think Harry and Megan breaking up to start no. with would just be the scare. To go through all that and then like, ah, oh, fuck it, never mind. We don't even want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be the ultimate screw you to the family. We did all that and in the end we're still breaking up. No. I would love it. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. And of course, my number one, always please break up, please break up, please break up, Megan Fox and MGK. I'm just dying to talk about them so much. But have they not please. broken up already? No, they have not broken up already. She just released a book of poetry. P.S. Christmas is still on its way, guys. You can order it on Amazon Prime. And um, yeah, she released a book of poetry that was kind of at the time it came out around the same time as like Britney's memoir and mm. Julia Fox's. It got oh, kind come of forgotten. On, Megan, don't but go up against bloody I know. Britney. And so she's been, she's kind of, kind of gone under the radar now. But they, there was a rumor they were going to split. They didn't. I've dying for them to break up because I cannot wait to talk about them. Um, and also Lily Allen and David Harbour it's on the cards just let's just cut the cord guys come on I my new who I really want to split up is Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake oh that's I think that's a very popular that's a good choice that is a popular one yeah I'd like that as well that's join, a good one join the resistance Jessica Biel yeah that's right that would be a good one I'd like to hear what she has to say about things yeah I feel like she'd have a very Jennifer Garner sort of vibe at the end of it mm-hmm. so any other ones you want to split no one else I really want to split oh, up oh I know who I want to split up Melania and Donald Trump 
Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. I just think it would be a bit of fun. Be, do you know, it would cheer us I don't know if it would be split up as much as he would just stop employing her services. Yeah, it would be that more would be, like a... Just be an end of contract. <laughs> yeah. She just wouldn't get it renewed this year. <laughs> so let's know about their contract negotiations uh, at the table this year. She asked for just a bit too much and he's like, you know what? I'm out and I'm done. And then, and then she's free. So he can't, he can't, can't afford her anymore. He can't afford her. She's too big. She's too big. So that's what, that's what we're putting out into the universe of 2024. Those are the couples I have to discuss. You know, it's so much for the holiday. That's enough. Grania hopes that everyone from that film just breaks up forever and would never see them again I'm just so glad they went on to do better things and it just made me sad for Cameron Diaz that I would lo- I just think she's such a brilliant comedy actress I agree. and her face is a gift from heaven so I would lo- my wish is that Cameron Diaz breaks Un-retires. up she breaks up at re- re- with retirement yeah and comes back there's rumours by the way that's happening so I don't think you're far off I think she might be coming back in 2024 keep your eyes peeled I've heard things I want her in a, a drama she's maybe like back, a prestige yeah. TV drama yeah she, she she needs to do a um, she needs to be on a what's his name the one when they're on the island the White Lotus she needs to be a White Lotus okay yeah. that's what I'm that's what manifesting that's right. Cameron Diaz but I have heard Jack Black is in the next White Lotus perfect a reunion it's <laughs> <laughs> ideal you're gonna love this Kanye. <laughs> anyways thank you so much anything you want to say to our to our listeners for the holidays I just want to say thank you so much to our listeners and for supporting our podcast over the past year we really really appreciate it and a big thank you to Amanda and Abby our Abby. producers who are here in the the room watching us right now it's been really I can't tell you how close they are to us right now it's really uncomfortable and uh, we look forward to doing hopefully more live shows more live shows because that was a dream coming true in 2023 and I can't wait to do more with you again in 2024 Grania so Merry Christmas everyone have a drink on us Happy New Year and we'll see you in 2024 and to all a good night (laughs) well done the way they were is an amanda redmond production produced by abby weaver and amanda redmond we want to hear your celebrity couple crush so email us on the way they were pod at gmail.com or find us on twitter at the way they were pod and we're on instagram at the way they were podcast thanks to you for listening until the next time Goodbye. Goodbye. The The way way they they were. were.